These are the guys behind the glass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Ah! Ah! Hello? How'd you get that out? It's been a while since we used that little music bump there. How do you feel? That was my uh, heavy metal yeah. uh, sort of I bet it was. Sample. Uh, that was fun to hear. My well, ears listen, if you, can, if you can do it, why not? Uh, I have tinnitus in my left ear. You probably just activated it. <laughs> I took off the headphones and it was even louder. Sorry to inconvenience you, Eric. Uh, that's Eric Salas, the uh, wonderful voice of, and to my left... The great Philip Dimitrovsky, otherwise and uh, betterly, I guess, known as Phil Dick Dixon, Mike Didino. We're back here. Listen, I've lost count of what episode number this is, so I'm not even going to try and take a guess, but we've got some stuff to get into. Just first want to start off this week's episode by throwing some congratulations out in the way of the of our New York Hockey Rangers, a great season that was had. Success through the stratosphere, honestly, that nobody really expected. And I think, you know, looking back after uh, about the 24 hours that you're given to kind of sulk over a loss like that, especially against a good team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, and especially with the fight that we put forth there in Game 6, the way they were playing on the road, the performance they put on Game 6 is head and shoulders above what they what they did in Games 3 and 4 in Tampa. So it sands the first period of Game 3 where they went up 2 nothing on the road so really after that period they were abysmal on the road and you know game six yeah they got outplayed they got outskated they got out hit but uh, Igor Shosturkin came to play played on his head and gave us a shot to bring it back home for a game seven and Strom did not that's okay Strom did not and you know most of the offense did not but what are you gonna do I, I mean, think you it, should congratulate them after Tampa wins because then it'll be like okay the best team won yeah, but we, yeah, but you can already really kind of say that. I mean, I you, you lost to the best team in the Eastern Conference. You lost to the two-time defending national, or not national champion, but the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, and they're they're the best <clears> team <throat> in the world right now. Hopefully, I, I I'm rooting for them to beat the Colorado Avalanche. I think just because of that argument, because it'll make you look good, right? Yeah, it'll course. make us look better. Heavy favorites. They're yeah. really good. No, they'll win. The odds aren't too bad right now. Like they're minus not too bad. I, right? I, I would I, I would go I would go ahead and take the Lightning while you can. The odds that they're currently giving them, but yeah, the Avalanche will win that in 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 at most, I would say, five games. Yeah, well, let's go back on the Rangers quickly. Great season, we exceeded expectations. <laughs> I know Justin wanted to move on, but exceeded expectations. No, we don't. Go go for it. Twenty games in forty days. Do you think that played a big part in the game six flop? Yes. Yeah, obviously. I, pl- I think it played a big part in, in every road game flop. They didn't they didn't play consistently great hockey throughout the playoffs. You saw a very up-and-down team, really based on whether or not they were in the garden or, or, or not. So I think the fatigue got to them on the road when they didn't have that adrenaline from the crowd to kind of pump them through. And, you know, they paid the price, ultimately. But again, you know, as I said, coming in, we wildly exceeded expectations. And I think Rangers fans can be very optimistic moving forward in the years to come in terms of how big this championship window really is. I mean, it's a gaping, gaping hole. Was that Capo Caco's last game as a Ranger? No, I don't think so. He's Why? a restricted free agent, so they could potentially move him. He was obviously... Surprising scratch in Game Six. I can't yeah. understand why Ryan Strom was active. Ryan Strom, he'll be gone, thankfully. Empty yeah. net. Frame that on the wall. Eric, you're an Islander fan, I'm assuming. I'm a Devil folks. fan. I'm from you're Jersey. A Devil fan, nice. So I mean, it's you the guys, last thing you we guys have. are uh, doing really well. Yeah, so. fantastic. Sit down and shut up. But <laughs> yeah. the, I think the Rangers have one gaping hole in their lineup. I don't think they're a great team. I think they're a very good team with the best goalie in the league. They're missing a center. 
pair with Panarin. Panarin cannot play with Strom. He cannot play with Kopp. It is unfair to him. Now, Panarin was not impressive at all in the playoffs. No. He was actually awful. Underwhelming. Very underwhelming. He gives me Ma- Marion Gabrick vibes. Well, it's just like, you know, I mean, you're the, you're the, you are the most talented player on the team. Uh, obviously, that's up for debate uh, after the playoffs, given how well Zibanejad played, and obviously seeing what he can do just alone with the puck on offense. But uh, the way I looked at it is Panarin, without the puck, was just non-existent. Especially in the playoffs, you have to throw the body around. You have to be able to move around to get yourself open. Playoff hockey is a lot like playoff basketball in that regard, where what you do without the ball is just as important as what you're doing with it. I was mean, this game winner a deflection? Like, was it, did it bounce off or was it like a legitimate goal? Who's that, game winner? Or tell me, Game seven versus the Penguins. Yeah, at the beginning. It was a feeble wrist shot from the point that got through. Yeah, but yeah. It, it was screened. It was I screened. mean, you know, the, yeah. I um, think Artemi Panarin is a great playmaker. Yeah. I don't know what else he does well, though. He's not a great four-checker. He's not a great goal scorer. He's not a great shooter. He's a great playmaker. He's great on the power play. Sets up Miko for that one-timer. Now, they did move him around in game five and game six. They played him with Mika, and they played him with Kreider a bit. And then he started to get more chances. Right. So I'm interested to see maybe next year if they stack that line with Mika, Kreider. You would hope so. And um, Panarin, and then maybe get a center, and then just build the second line, maybe with Lafreniere and Kako. To be decided, though. But Ranger fans have to be optimistic. We have the best goalie in the league. We have a very good team. Philip, I feel like you're really quiet because you don't watch hockey. He didn't jump in until like half the episode last time. Yeah, you yeah. don't until watch the hockey, Philip. Yeah, Phil hears the word. Phil heard. Phil, 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 yeah, good Phil, start to that sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Phil, 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 Phil hears the uh, the letters NBA and then he just kind of perks up. He gets yeah. a little. Yeah, he gets, you, started, you mentioned playoff basketball and I was like, yeah. oh, we're back to yeah. me. And you're yeah. like, oh, hockey, hockey. I was like, yeah, he gets I'm a little right. erection. I was um, just going to say. It was a one trick point. Yeah. I was just going to say, uh, <laughs> the, the congratulations are a little uh, long-winded. I didn't, I didn't like that either. Yeah, you usually congratulate, where I'm from at least, you congratulate winners, not Oh, so you're complaining now. You're compl- this is my clock. This <laughs> is my is, clock, Phil. Uh, you're, you're a guest on my on my podcast, so I would simmer down. The mic is off. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, listen, yeah, I mean, honestly, we are wrapping this up because the more, more time get. we spend on it is obviously, honestly, a waste of time. But the one thing you did miss about Panarin was he was shitting on the back check as well. A lot of their forwards were. you got to get back on defense. Can't right. play. Too. Yeah, you can't you can't be out there for a minute long shift and um, and not get back on defense and then make the excuse that you're winded because that's bullshit. So uh, you know, need the guys to play a more complete game moving forward, and that's that's given given how young they are. So next year it is, and we'll see what they do with it. But a couple moves have to be made, and uh, and we'll see. But no complaints from me as a Rangers fan. All right, on to the diamond uh, quickly because. Um, Neither of these teams can lose. The Mets, the Yankees, they they really can't lose. Uh, the Yanks, 45, six, 45 and 16, still first place in the AL East. Got a big win last night against the Rays. Garrett Cole went out and shoved six. Nice. Is he back? Scoreless like, is innings. he back? He back? Uh, I mean, listen, he had one bad start. What do you, where did he He's ever really go? He's had plenty of bad starts. He hasn't yeah, had but great he, starts but, all year. But not in a row. Like, the bad starts are an aberration. He's had a few bad starts. Not he's in a, a row. Bad, he's had a but few it, bad starts. The guy's still 6-1 with a 3-3-3 three, three, three ERA. But it doesn't look good when you have Nestor having a great night every single night. Well, Nestor gave up eight and runs his last time out. But that's one out of like the ten starts he's had. Cole's like every other start. Uh, I wouldn't call it every other start. You don't get to 6-1 and one with just an over-3 ERA with every other start but being, you, being shit. You gave up seven runs in four innings? Was that, that happened? Yeah, that was a terrible start. You it gave up three bad. solo shots to start the game. I would love if he would be back, but I, I wouldn't say he's he been looked- fantastic. 
fantastic. He looked good year. last night. He didn't look great. He looked good. Velo was was there. Velo's always there with him. Uh, I think the the key is, and uh, this is why you listen to the Yes broadcast because they're pretty insightful. Um, you got guys like David Cohn who actually know what the fuck they're talking about. So uh, you know, Cohn was saying he's got to play off his off speed. That's the only way that fastball right down the dick works because none of these major league hitters are getting fooled by an 100 mile an hour fastball anymore. That's not you're not blowing that right past them. They know how to time that up. So if they know exactly what's coming and your knuckle curve or your changeup doesn't work uh, in terms of placement, in terms of uh, speed differential, then no, you're, I think he has to get screwed. those two right. Fastball, I think he has. Fastball's down fine. Pat. Fastball's fine. His knuckle it's, curve, if he has that right, he'll but be his good. fastball, yeah. But I mean, last night, last night you saw a couple K's looking where he where he really pinned the corner very nicely. Yeah, with he the hit fastball. his spots on the corners exactly. Um, and props to the umpire last night that we had behind the dish who was making some. He, I thought he was solid. I thought he was solid behind the plate. These umpires this year are so. So bad. But last night was a sign of maybe some hope to be had. Uh, speaking, in that uh, let me jump in real quick. Speaking of umps, explain to me like I'm an idiot, because I am in this sense. Why don't they use computer generated? They, they already have the, the technology. It's, it's not part it of It probably game. won't even happen ever. But why? That's a topic of conversation if, that if, won't if, go if anywhere. If we're going to sit here and complain about umps every day, it's still, it's still part, part of the game. It's, it's, the game. A, it's a topic of conversation. Uh, that, of the, that's that's the one sport where I don't see any use for having. Like, there, there's human error, I guess, in every sport, but that's the one sport where. As far as pitching goes, there's a there's it's objective. It's not there's no subjective. Yeah, calls. but it's, it can go it, either it, way. It, it, it is it, literally yes. right or it's well. It's ball if or they pitch. didn't put that like think about it like it's strike. if they didn't put the strike zone on your screen, which they yeah. did, you which wouldn't they used be complaining about. Yeah, it. Which yeah, they, they used, used to not. not have I, I know, but now that we have the technology, I still don't understand why we we side with error because it adds it. another element to the game of being a professional baseball. Then player. I don't think we should. I don't think we should complain if that's the case. Well, well you, what do you mean? You don't think we should complain? I mean, you complain about referee but, calls in NBA in the NBA yeah, but all it's, the time. It's a human ref, and we don't have other options. But it gets bad, but when you kind of do. You have replay. Yeah, well, they still get it wrong on replay sometimes, but they do. there's a lot more objective or uh, subjectivity in, in basketball. Like, like, like it's for all instance, subjective in basketball. Uh, what? Almost every call in basketball. No, yeah, char- nothing, charge anything could be a foul is, or nothing could be a foul. There, there's a lot of subjectivity with fouls. In in baseball, there's no subjectivity with foul with with strikes and and uh, balls. It's either you're in the strike zone or you're not. No, I it's only annoying right when someone like Aaron Judge, you don't know where to call the, the strike zone. Well, that's zone. what I'm saying. But, it's adjustable. But it's, it's, adjustable. it's mostly these professional players nitpicking because they just struck out. They're annoyed that their batting average is going down. It can be off by a little bit. That's listen. I think that's part. But what the point I'm getting at is it, it adds another element of preparation. You have to you, so you study the opposing pitcher, but you have to study who's going to be umpiring this ball game. Who's no, going to be behind the dish? Why not? Why? I think it's a little extra. Why? Well, if you have Angel Hernandez, you're, you might be screwed. No, I, I love the it's like dynamic. Scott I love the but umpire that's the thing. dynamic. You should not. You, I, it's if you're playing, especially with the stakes this high, you should not be focused on a, a variable that sh- that doesn't have to exist. I think they will change it. Phil. I, I they don't think so. Testing it in the minor league. It's a stupid idea. I don't think I they'll think ever they change it. I think they will change it. That's where it starts more. At the end of the day, ends. you want to get the call right. That's all that matters. Yeah, but not not for balls and strikes. Nobody cares that much about balls and strikes. Apparently Nobody they cares. do. There's like there, there's so, so then many... the umpire will, so then so then your manager will come out and get tossed out of the game. No, but because that, that's the it. problem is when pivotal games are dictated by a ball or a strike that's not a ball or strike, that's a problem. Do you know yeah. how you fix the problem? You get it automated No, no. That's exactly no. no, but that's exactly how you fix the problem. No, well, but, you you can also start offering some repercussions for being a shitty umpire. There's no reason why a guy point, like Angel the... Hernandez should still be umpiring <laughs> it's baseball. Because they're they're, in, they're unionized, so you can't do anything about it. Exactly. Yeah, but well then you got to figure that out. But what's because the point if you're going to start anybody else in any other profession if you don't do your job to the to the ability that uh that need that it needs to be done? 
you get demoted or you get fired. Oh yeah, but also in, in workplaces now, if they could change, if they could substitute someone for a computer, they do. It's this is how it works. It's we're, we're seeing nah. that there's no there's no more cashiers anymore because people prefer self checkout. I don't like it. It's 2022. Like it. It's the analytics year, man. I think it's a stupid idea. I, I have robots playing the game, man. I, I, I think it's a stupid idea. One more thing though, it's not a major argument, but the main thing people have to complain about when it comes to baseball is the fun aspect of it, right? So if you take that away, there's no arguing with umpires. Right. There's no people running no, out. That, that's, that's entertaining for the fans. Yeah. I think by far we'll the biggest that, um, use umpires use is the uh, is, is the fights between players, managers, and the umps. Well, that's that, by far well, the... Then that's why we don't go to you for baseball. Like, <laughs> so. now, oh my the, God. The, the solution <laughs> to make baseball more exciting, I think, is simple. It's banning the shift. Oh, please. Doing. 100%. I like well, that idea. Absolutely. I, I hate the shift. I think it's stupid. But, I mean, uh, listen, uh, I don't necessarily mind that. A shortstop should play at shortstop, a second base should I play agree. at second base. No, let's just move all degree. the walls back, like at um, yeah. Camden Yards. That's, yeah. That makes it more fun, but right? Camden Yards is ridiculous now. It went from more, one of the ridiculous. more hitter-friendly ballparks to now one of the most... Uh, yeah, another thing that I, I don't understand about baseball is well, how... Let me every... guess, wait, before you go, because all the dimensions are different yes. in every stadium. That's also the point. You think they should be consistent? Are every NBA oh, court, is every here. NFL field different? Get out of here. Get out of here, Phil. All right, Leave. Phil is a Yeah, he's gone. He's going home. No, I mean, that, 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 that's a part of the game that so you So you don't want you the green can't. monster? You I don't, like that's, any of the... that's something like, I'm, I'm coming at it from the, from the perspective of a casual, right? I, this is like... It makes sense. Your point makes sense that, there, that there's a regulation. But that, that, that's why, why you have the infield, right? Yeah. You, the inf- every infield is the same size. Yeah, but like, where's like the Astros have like the highest wall or something, or the furthest home runs? I don't know, something yeah. about the, yeah. But then you don't get stadiums so. like out in San Francisco with the splat, the you know. Oh, it's a, yeah. beautiful. It's, I mean, that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful stadium. You don't get places like Yankee Stadium. You don't get places like Fenway Park. I, I think that that obvi- I, that'll never change. Um, the way you're able to customize these ballparks. And Phil, it's a good point. It is a good point. It's a solid point. It is. And I, I bring I bring good. Uh, it's a mathematically sound point. Yeah. Also like very, imagine very like, conservative sport. Not a lot of people want to change I, anything. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I I get that. Especially especially like taking out the uh, the realism of it, like the human aspect, like. Uh, the older fans would would go insane if they got rid of umps. At, well, at plus the, it sells tickets too. Point. If you have a nice uh, right field area where yeah. you know ha- fans can hang out, or uh, you know a bar out there. Or... I still think you could have like different seating approaches with the same dimensions. You don't have to have the exact same sh- like shaped uh, stadium. It, it's, it could still get like a little. Different there, I, but yeah, again, I, again, I, juice balls, you know, non-juice balls. It doesn't even matter. Baseball is not the sort of game where you, where you, where everything needs to be controlled. Yeah, I get that. You I know, it, it, it's it's the kind of game where people literally sit down and they learn something new that they had no idea about every time they yeah. go and, it, and watch a game. It's got some unique aspects that I really respect that, that I think cool. I think it's the, it's cool how it's like the only sport that could really get like rained out. Yeah. And, and you know, that's they go, ridiculous. They go double headers. That's that's cool. I think it's it's interesting, but it's yeah. a little ridiculous. Well, uh, you know, baseball thanks you for, for the respect. Um, Phil maybe, says maybe, maybe I can same re- dimensions and a retractable roof, and yeah. he's in. Yeah, yeah. well, nobody. I'll repay it by watching. And robots. Today. Unfortunately, nobody's listening. Wait, to I have Phil. a question about the Yankees. That's who we started with, right? Yeah. They've, there have been a lot of reports slash players on the Yankees claiming that they see pitchers tip pitches. Do you see anything with shady tipping, about that? Tipping pitches? Yes. Like they well, saw Otani, uh, uh, and then the, I think when they versed Detroit. It's not shady. That's, that's on the pitcher. It is on the pitcher, but how are they seeing it so often? They're also hitting the best they've ever hit. Maybe they're in just years. maybe they're just good at spotting it. I mean, uh, they're not. Listen, after 2017, it's impo- it's impossible to get away with cheating at this point. Well, as a fan, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I don't know. I, I don't maybe know. listen. You I got mean, Trevino hitting amazing. 
Yeah. Where else would you do that? <clears throat> As a non-fan, it's, it's a good point, but uh, maybe they're just, they got a good eye for this stuff. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't think they're cheating. I don't think anybody's cheating. I think Phil said he's a non-fan. As a non-fan, I, I'm all for uh, cheating, and if that's if that's cheating. I'm all for it. If you can figure it out, then use it. For like that, but not a computer that's in the hallway. Well, that's, that's why, the that's yeah, why yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah, the, yeah. the pitch com thing now, because yeah. everybody, you had runners standing on second base looking in, seeing the signs the catchers are flashing, and then they relay, relay a sign to the batter saying this is the kind of pitch that's coming. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll grab my right nut if it's a fastball. I'll tickle my left nut if it's going to be an off speed. Okay. Mm. Yours are so far apart, it's very easy to tell, too. Well, that's fine. The catcher. Yeah, well, I have very large testicles. Just quickly, also, the Mets, they're in first place. Wagon. Got to watch out for the Braves. Braves are 1 of 13 straight. Mets' lead has shrunk to, like, five games. Um, like a week ago, they were up nine games. So you got to watch out for the Braves, but as long as they keep winning, they'll be fine. Yeah, the Mets playing the best division in baseball, so we are going to just have to continue to push forward. Which is funny, because the NL East at the beginning of the season sucked ass. Now that's actually okay. The NL East is pretty bad. But I mean, the Phillies are also playing better now. Phillies are playing better. The Marlins are playing better. Yeah, they got some good young arms over there. I mean, you got a bona fide superstar in Jazz. Scherzer Chisholm, said he's at 90%. But he said he's still not close. So I don't know he's what that about means. about a month away. Yeah. DeGrom's about a month and a half I haven't away. heard a peep out of DeGrom in DeGrom, years. No, that means he's not coming. Yeah. Now DeGrom in is years. aiming for a mid-July return. By the way, funny, did you see the picture of Robinson Cano down in uh, the minor leagues? Wearing the SpongeBob? Wearing the stupid SpongeBob oh, uniform. He looks I miserable. I, feel I don't feel bad for him at all. Bad. If you cheat the game, that's what you get. You cheat the game, you end up at the I bottom just of the went, barrel. I just would have just went to the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Like, took my chances there. I don't know why he's doing that. Or like, go go play in the Mexican Baseball League. That shit's electric. You ever see videos of that? They go what? crazy. The Mexican Baseball Mexican League? Mexican Baseball League? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, it's nuts. How about, for the Savannah Bananas, I, I'd play for them. Yeah, I would play for yeah, them. Yeah, I but think Robinson Robbie Robbie would be fire. No, like legit MLB talent guys go to play in Mexico. And it's like it's like, uh, it's like like a real-life version of, of MLB Slugfest. Who's an MLB player there right now? In Mexico? Currently there. Well, who many, left the MLB ma- to go Many Ben Wellos, who is a reliever for the Yankees right now, just came over from Mexico. Why would you ever agree to going to the Padres minor league system? Or is he banking on coming back, like who? getting a major league contract? Who? Robinson Cano? Why would, he, why would you do that? Oh, I, don't, I think he's betting on himself, I guess. I don't know. I, got I, nowhere else to go. Yeah, listen, he's, yeah, he's, he's old and washed. Uh, maybe they give him an opportunity. But I thought the, the Yankees are... were going to sign him after the Mets dumped him. No, Matt Carpenter, baby. Yeah, no, I mean oh. you guys find these Matt Carpenters off the street. Well, I was just going to get into his that. His swing bro. is phenomenal. It's, uh, it's well, so it's beautiful. I, I mean, I knew that ever since he, his time with the Cardinals. Uh, three, the three-time All Star. Did he have the a hit hands, yesterday? Uh, because I believe coming into yesterday, he had. Seven hits, six were home runs, and one was a bunt single against yep. the shift. But yeah. it's not even about Matt, I don't think Car- he got Matt Carpenter like personally or his like ability to just pepper balls out of the ballpark that I really want to get into, but it's the mustache, which I think is mustache. super key here. Because every time you see a team, you know, um push push forward here and, and kind of dominate throughout the season. Uh, and you kind of get that sense that, oh, this might be the year. They kind of have that calling card, right? Like the Yankees, I think, in uh, in 2017. They all had mustaches. No, they didn't all have mustaches, but it was uh, the savages at the dish that yes. got them going. And then... Uh, there was that one year they were trash. Gardner was like, let's all get mustaches. Yeah, but then... That, but then also, I don't think it was 2017, but then another year, Gardner did the... Uh, the bang in the bat on the dugout thing yep. that got the guys riled up. Then you had the pie year in two thousand nine when they were just pieing everybody in the face. They He'll be the on the roster before year. the season ends. 
Brett, Brett Gardner. Gardner. He's get, waiting. Get out of here. Yeah. But anyways, a team needs something like that to rally around, I think, in order to go all the way. And now you're seeing like guys like Trevino try to like grow like super faint little mustaches, and Lucas Lutke's getting in on the club. I and, think they're uh, rallying around Clint Frazier getting designated oh, for assignment for talking smack about yeah. the Yankees. But he, oh, <laughs> well, I didn't find success like, because was, you had to be a cookie cutter. It was cookie version cutter. Of, uh, I like uh, having my beard. Like maybe you just aren't that good, bro. You know, maybe you just. It's not, is it a coincidence it was the good. same day? Like, is that why they did it? I know he was already trash, but why, why did that timing? With him talking shit? Yeah. The same day as what? The, the, the Yankees were going to play them. Oh, uh, I don't I, I think I think, it I think there's been, a coincidence. He's been, he's been super petty, dude. I mean, listen. They're he, riding he, off that. But that's how I'd curse yourself in this league, bro. Before you find any success, you're going to start talking shit on the New York Yankees. He already kind of started doing that when he was on the Yankees. Like, but th- now, now he's, he's cursed. Me down. Like, now, now the guy will never find consistent success in the major leagues. Nope. So I feel bad for him in that aspect, but also kick rocks. He'll be on the Diamondbacks in like a month. Yeah. Or he'll be like with Robinson Cano wearing SpongeBob uniforms in the Padres uh, system. NBA Finals, Warriors up 3-2, on the brink of um, another title. So this is pretty much a decade of the Golden State Warriors, huh, Phil? Technically a different decade from the last time they won a championship, but yeah. But is it I'm set just in stone they about win? the last 10 it, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why it's, is it so set in stone they win tomorrow? There, it isn't. I don't think. I don't know why everyone yeah. is assuming, Every, though. It's assuming not, but they're still a win away. After after every game, for some reason, we're like, oh, this team's going to win the series now. Boston went up 2-1. Ah, they got it. They went up one nothing. Boston's got it. Golden State wins game two. Oh, Golden State's back. It's, they're going back at home, first off. It's unlikely that the Boston Celtics have that bad of a three-point shooting first half ever again in the history of the franchise. Tatum. Tatum had a, a good game, but it took him a while to start to get going. What are the odds again that Curry has that bad of an offensive performance, which wasn't even that bad? We looked back at it. It wasn't well, as bad. Three. No, you got to take advantage What's of that? that. He didn't hit a three, right? No, he went 0 for 9 from 3, but he still went 6 of 13 on twos. He had 8 assists, only one turnover. Phil, I got a question for you. Oh, I you probably t- have an answer. If you take Curry and Tatum off their respective teams, it was a better roster. The Celtics, by a lot. Yeah, it, Golden State's going going through some weird stuff because they didn't go into the series expecting Andrew Wiggins to be their second best player. No, they also is Wiggins not, their second best player in the series. Abs- it's not, not even in close the series. Either. He wasn't even supposed to. Be, he wasn't even going to be the top three yeah. guy. Is this a crazy argument to say that Jordan Poole is their second best player? Well, if they, after the series, and it might be after. I think before the series, after the Western Conference Finals, I was say I was on that wagon where I was saying Wiggins uh, Poole looks at, at least certainly better than. Clay Thompson, you know, Draymond Green is what he is offensively. How much he still, uh, what the value he adds to this team is, is a whole different argument. You know, he could score zero points but still make a huge impact. Mm. Jordan Poole, though, this series has disappeared. I mean, he's barely even playing anymore. This series, you mean? Yes, yeah. Yeah, no, regular yeah, season, fantastic. No, exactly. He's yeah, not t- ready for prime time. No, it, well, he was great last series, which is weird. You know, he, he kind of it, it came out of nowhere. Maybe he's having a bad series. He's not even playing anymore. Well, he's, having the, the, he's having the thing that Tatum's having right now. It's like, I've never been here before. All these well, other guys have. I mean, and, and what kind of merit does the argument hold that in the offseason that he might, you know, kind of request uh, an out? I don't think to say that I I deserve to be a starting. I want to be my own guy, get a giant contract. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a realistic outlook for him to be a starter next season. With you could always shift clear the three. I mean, Clay's getting paid stupid money next year, regardless of what happens this season and and uh, even next. If the Warriors win this season, Clay's contract is bad. It's they they paid him an injured guy two hundred million dollars. It's bad. He's going to get paid an insane amount of money for what he's giving them. You know, it's more of a 
a legacy thing. You know, he's been with the franchise through three championships, now yeah. maybe even four. He's got that he, ultra annoying Buffalo Wild Wings fucking commercial. <laughs> yeah, he's How about fake Clay Thompson? What do you think of him? Oh, man, I who? hate that dude. Fake Clay Thompson, who's snug into the arena? Yeah, oh, banned yeah. for life. Banned for life. That's not a thing, by the way. He could easily go back in whenever he yeah. wants. Banned for life's not a thing? No. Well, it really? is if you get into fights. What about oh, the Ranger not. fan that knocked out that Tampa Bay Lightning? He'll be back in there he'll first, he'll first game next season. Two years he'll be back. Really? A shave. That guy's gonna be in no. They, they definitely don't take your ID no, or fingerprint. None of that. Well, you can't buy tickets with your own name. Well, if I well, I, I heard this the other day. If I went with ticket. you, yeah. if I went with you and you came with all of us, but you bought all the tickets, I could get in. Right. Because yes. my name's not on the no, card. I think, I think they like make that. every employee in the security line memorize the faces of every yeah, single person there's they no way. in life. Yeah. No, it's probably actually. I, well, I never thought about well, that. Well, fake Clay Thompson's got in plenty, like a couple times now. Yeah, he he might be the one. He that actually got on the court this most recent time. Taking warm up shots. How that happened yeah. is unbelievable. He only got caught because guy. he mi- he missed like two layups, and they were like, "All right, what's going on?" Over here? <laughs> and Clay missed a three, and like this guy's not the real one. No. Unbelievable. Uh, I I think the Celtics are surely still in it, and if I guarantee you, if the surely Celtics still win the series, yeah, really. Tatum's got to do not... something, but he hasn't done anything. Well, he's he played well last game. He had a good game, despite. I mean, defensively, you know what it is too. Uh, uh, more credit to Wiggins on this that he hasn't looked himself offensively, Jason Tatum, and um, a lot of that is is in due to Andrew Wiggins' fantastic defense of this series. Tatum, you know what it is too. It, it's the defense. This this both these teams are built on their defenses. They're best two defensive teams in the entire league. The Celtics, they're kind of giving giving themselves an ultimatum here, where they're saying we're going to either live or die by Steph Curry. Now they're they're kind of going away from all the blitzes that they typically go to, but last game a lot of the times you saw they were they were completely shutting out Curry from the line from the three point line and it worked for Curry. But then on the other hand, someone's going to shine. After someone that. else, Clay Thompson started Wiggins. picking up heat. Wiggins he had he had offensively you know defensively he was great all all uh, series. I think that's the second double double of the series. He's, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. That's so back to back like 13 rebound games. The game four he had 16 rebounds. Last game he has 13. Last game was the first time he ever led the Warriors in both scoring and rebounding in the same game. You know, he had 26 and 13. Those are star numbers. In Game 5 of the Finals, in a, in a swing game, you know, tied 2-2, that's something that stars do. Mm. You know, who no one would have expected this back in Minnesota right. when he, where he was ousted as, as a failed That's prospect. why I wouldn't say, since he was a number one overall pick, that he's a bust if you end up like a player. Like, you're not considered a bust if you, like, you know, I guess the expectations yeah. for number one overall picks it's, are supposed to be through the also, roof. But. I mean, how many busts do you know that uh, won Rookie of the Year? Right. You know, it, yeah. if he was number one pick, he won Rookie of the Year. And that was the year when they had Carl Anthony Towns, they had Zach Levine. Actually, it's third year. They got Chris Dunn with the top five pick. And then they had Andrew Wiggins there. It, it looked like the Timberwolves had a solid young core, and that's when it started falling apart for Andrew Wiggins. He was assigned that, or he signed that gigantic contract where he told management that he would work hard to get better, and he kind of plateaued. If anything, he got a little bit worse. So he lied. But, yeah, I mean, how, how many times have you lied for some money? Oh, a lot. Yeah. I think it was Thibodeau. That was Tim's. Interesting. He broke it all up over there. But yeah, no, Andrew Wiggins, I'm, I'm happy for him. And, you know, there's and there's talk now that uh, after one stinker from from Curry, if you want to even call it that, you just shot poorly from outside. Yeah, but if you win a game and that on a stinker, but, take it all day. Yeah, I mean, no, he totally, only had but, 16, which 16 points is, is yeah, a lot. Yeah, but, yeah, but when you put up 35 people, a night, then yeah. 16 but, doesn't look obviously. That's the obviously. thing, too. People are acting like this is like some catastrophic like failure. He had 16, he had 8 assists, only one turnover. He played fantastic defense. Like, yeah, it was bad by his standards, but it's still like a, a, a fairly decent game. Yeah. He's still averaging over 30 on the, on the series. 
40 49% from the field, 42% from three. He's still do, putting up Curry numbers in the finals. So that's why when people now are starting to shift their attention from Curry after one poor performance to Wiggins for finals MVP, that's where you start to lose me. I think right now, if depend, depending on what happens in the last two games, like someone could have two insane games. But as it looks right now, no matter what team wins, I think Steph Curry has been far and away the finals MVP. Do yeah. you enjoy this series more than last year's finals or is last year way better because of the stakes that were there? Uh, like right now you have like you right now we're just seeing if the Warriors can hang on like they have over the past couple of years. Last year you had Giannis first ring, Chris Paul Chris first Paul ring. First ring yeah. They were a great team too. I'm yeah, not as excited as also, I was last year. It was year. also like Phoenix and and Milwaukee. Yeah, which so aren't really yeah, they're, huge markets. Yeah. But either of those four final teams were going to be in the finals for the first time the, for their some, franchise. There's something about this year's final. I mean, aesthetically, they're, uh, it's worse basketball. I could say that. It's more defensive-oriented. The offenses have looked really, really shaky at times. Uh, we've had you know a lot of potential blowouts, big runs. I think aesthetically, uh, Boston is probably the least aesthetic team to make it to the finals in at least a decade. Mm. Since maybe the, the, the Celtics in 2010. It's it's not too fun of a team to watch. Would it be a better series with the Heat? I always thought that. I, and know, I still think that now that we're this far into the I, I don't like saying I don't like doing the asterisk thing, but I think it would have been a much better series if the Bucks made it. I mean, you got to think, Chris Middleton didn't play a single game against those Boston Celtics, and they went to seven. He plays, I think... I think I think uh, it's more than enough to help the Bucks win that series. Uh, Bucks Warriors would have been dope. Yeah, it, it would have been awesome. I mean, this series. But we're here now. It's so the finals. There's, some, there's <laughs> something about uh, there's like a veil of, of uncertainty with me. Maybe it's a personal thing. It just doesn't really feel like the Boston, these Boston Celtics are a typical finals team. But there's this this grand dose like I don't know feeling about it. No, I don't it think they of, even knew how far they were going to get. They've made it. This is their fourth. Yeah, like let's start with the Nets and we'll go from yeah, there. Yeah, they've made it to the conference finals, you know, four times since Tatum and Brown got there, including this year. And, so am- and like, among those four teams, this this feels like the least likely that would have made the finals. Yeah, I mean that year when they had uh, Kyrie and All Star Al Horford. I mean they have Al Horford now. He's not yeah. quite the All Star he was. That's when it felt like they were going to do it, but they fell to to LeBron's uh, Cavaliers. But it's. I don't, something about it doesn't feel like they're the, the typical like you think of the teams that made it the finals over the last decade. There's just so many you know these superstar players, these these Hall of Famers. Surely Jason Tatum uh, at least will, will probably end up getting there if he continues this pace. But other than that, I mean they have the Defensive Player of the Year. This team is just deep. Yeah, that's what it is. It doesn't feel like you have too much of that typical star power on the Warriors side too. Even it kind of feels like that. Curry, yeah, you have the, the names that have made all these all-star games, but Klay Thompson isn't Klay Thompson of the past. Mm. Draymond Green is certainly not Draymond Green of the past. No, he's there just for energy at yeah, this point. It's, it's, and his big teeth. Yeah, I mean, And his podcast that he does at halftime. Yeah. This is probably the first time in... I, I'd have to like take a look at the years of there being only one guy who I could really argue is a top-five player in the league in the finals. Right. Even close to it. All right. I mean, actually, last year it was kind of the case. But. Well, you still got the Celtics. We'll see what happens to tonight, right? Yeah, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow. T- tomorrow Thursday tomorrow. night. Yeah, eight but, p.m. Uh, it's, I think. Yeah, it's in Boston, so it should be at eight yeah. p.m. Eight thirty. So we'll no, see. Well, I don't have nine, Boston. Nine I just think they could win. I still think. I, I mean, listen. Yeah, of course. I think the Warriors you, you are going to win. I mean, I've, you know, backs against the wall. Uh, teams tend to uh, bring a, 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 another level of grittiness, another level of uh, determination to to the court, yeah. to the hardwood. If you will, and uh, and we'll see if they bring it. Um, but if they don't, it'll be the Warriors again. Uh, oh, people are gonna get annoyed by that. Yeah, of course. 
of course. But this will be the this will lose lose. But this will be the Warriors team that that you know had to work the hardest to get it. I mean, yeah. and they don't have Durant, so. right? This will be the most see if they can do it again. Fulfilling of the Warriors uh, championships, I believe, if they do pull it out. Wrapping up here as we move toward the end of the guys behind the glass uh, episode X here. Uh, U.S. Open this weekend out in Massachusetts at the Country Club. Uh, Rory McIlroy is your favorite at plus eleven hundred. Uh, coming off his win at the Canadian RBC Canadian Open last weekend. Obviously, you know I watch the majors. I don't watch any of the sideshow tournaments. I'm in on the uh, LIV, so that's it. I'm yeah, I only watch golf. You're Saudi backed. I want the LIV league. That's all, that's all I'm worried about. Oh, I only watch Saudi. Oh, you, backed. you only, yeah. you only, only Saudi backed. Point. Okay. Last week's conversation is right. just to prove a point. You only watch golf that that funds. I like the money attacks. that's yeah. thrown around. Yeah, absolutely. I see. Okay. Yeah. Oil that, money. That's fine. You, you only fund golf leagues that that fund the the rape and pillage of women who drive. Listen, man, I'm just a big Phil Mickelson fan. That's what it is. I hate Phil. I hope he gets all his money. I, know, I used to love Phil. And I, used to, I used to love gambling. Lefty, but he grew the beard. He became like an evil. Like a, he just he just like assumed this villain role. I, like I, lo- I love athletes who are degenerates. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, like but guys I mean, just like fall off the cliff. As long as they're not like you know beating their wife or like like a rapist or something, it's cool. But if if they're like a degenerate gambler, that's awesome. It's like Jordan and so Phil Mickelson. Yeah, it's like yeah, you're one of us. Category. Exactly. Yeah, Jordan. That's why Jordan's awesome. Yeah. You need that. You need you need that character yeah. building. Pete Rose. Oh. It's yeah, like, it's like any, anybody can fall, never did fall down that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah we need more of them. He bet on his own team. Bet on his own team. Come on, too many. You should be allowed to bet on your own team. <laughs> yeah, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, there's too many media trained athletes. We need more guys that are like the 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 layman. You know, See, the, I'm hitting the table. Yeah, right. man. Like like, like if you want to be a professional athlete, you should be shielded from all media and social media at a certain age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, it's it's more fun. Yeah. I want more guys like me. Enough of these clean cut. You know, well spoken. I think we played well. We were aggressive. What would you no. say, Phil? How's it? How do how you think you played last night? I fucking shat the bed. What do you think? Look at me. I was horrible. That's what I want. I want that. I want some spice. Oh, you just want to be in the headlines. He shat the bed. He said. I shat, dude. I've, would you like throw Amber everyone heard. under the bus? <laughs> would you say everybody? Would you throw everybody? Oh under yeah, the bus? dude. Mike, look, did you see Mike? Do you know how he played last night? He fucking Trash. sucked. Oh, he was trash. horrible. Like, I want like, that. He's awake. I want more. Go- I want more spice in sports. Yeah, it should be an interesting tournament. That's really not going to be the topic of conversation, obviously, as Eric had mentioned, the uh, the Live Golf, which, honestly, I found out this week stands for, it's the Roman numeral for 54. Yeah. I thought yeah, it, like, was an acronym. Which something. makes it worse. Everyone's been pronouncing it Live. It's yeah. Like, it's 54 just, golf. I said Live yeah. on this show. Like, I didn't even know. What, I wasn't golf. even sure about it. Golf. Because, <laughs> they, because they play 54 hole. Whatever. Yeah. Either way. Do you uh, like Rory? You like Rory? I love Rory. Yeah? I love Rory. Is, he, is he the hey. correct favorite? Uh yeah, coming off a win yeah, I, I don't see why not. Golf's okay. it, golf's weird because they just finished another tournament, so it, it's it, it'd be hard for Rory to not go out and and kind of and play well, right? You never see a guy go go out and win a tournament and then come back the next week and completely fall off the face of the earth. He feels good. Uh, his wedge game was dialed in last week, which is usually inconsistent with him. Phil, what do you think about his wedge game? Yeah. Oh, dude, his wedge game is something what I do you haven't think about seen that? What do you think about his work with the 56 degree? Dude, the 56, it's almost like the 54 golf league. It's just that good, you know? <laughs> yeah, just about two off. <laughs> yeah, He's in the zone on the back Just nine. about two degrees off. But either way, uh, you know, my my personal pick, I I, t- I do tend to gamble on these on these major tournaments. This is the third of four, four third of four majors, by the way. The last being the British Open, which will be played at St Andrews this year, the 150th. Are you taking the safe picks, or are you finding stuff with good odds? No, I'm finding has, stuff with good odds. Decent odds. I think Patrick Cantlay has good odds. He has yet to win a major, um, and he's a very talented golfer. He's been very very close several times. Uh, I, I I I'm gonna go with him this week, and I go with Cam Smith pretty much every week. Uh, I love. Cameron Smith. I love the mullet. I love uh, his persona. I love Australians. I love his accent. I love everything about him. And I love you. Oh, I love you too, man. 
Cool. Wow. So, yeah, but the, obviously the big deal, right? Like, my point is, like, you, uh, I was looking at the odds, and every single one of these live guys is is scraping the bottom of the odds list. Like, Phil Mickelson has no shot at winning. He's not even going to make the cut. Bryson DeChambeau might not make the so cut So much either. funnier. It's like so Pat, much better. Patrick, 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 that. Patrick, that, that Patrick Reed's going to have... Villain, yeah, uh, I love aspect that. There. They're, they're, Patrick Reed's going to have no shot. Like, none of these guys are going to even be so there on, like, come Saturday. So it's like, okay, yeah, word. Uh, you can get all the media attention you want if you want to go play for terrorists in Saudi Arabia, but... Um, <laughs> I'm not playing in but Saudi Arabia. But... but <laughs> uh, Phil, if they did Shut this, up, if Phil. They, if they did this in the NBA, you'd be so mad. It's yeah. just the fact that it's golf that yeah. we're yeah, all something in on I'm this. Not, like, I'm so uninvested no. in this. This is just There's chaos blowing up behind me. I'm just walking yeah. away from we it. Did la- cool. We did last week's episode, and right when we wrapped, Phil goes, I didn't believe anything I just said. Yep, no, there's it it a whole bunch of yeah. hoopla. Yeah. If you know, this happened in basketball, I'd be livid. Well, that's why the Super League's not happening in soccer, because yeah. there was so much exactly. backlash so, over that, right. so no one cares exactly, in golf. Yeah. So, listen, it's stupid. Um, everybody seems to think it's it's here to stay. I, I really don't think so. I, I give it a year. Yeah, uh, one year, and then it's yeah, not going to ever That's, that's why I mentioned I the last a, yeah. episode. They're going to take the money and then come right back. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's Saudi money Apologize. or whatever. Yeah. There's going to be some good apologies. Some they're media, not going to welcome him back. Some media-trained apologies. Get Phil him going to have a script in front of him. Yeah, get them all out. So I'll take Cantley at plus 2,400. Um, Cam Smith at plus 2100. Lock it in. We'll Lock see how that in. goes. But, uh, yeah, we got the U.S. Open this weekend. And, uh, listen, I mean, Phil Mickelson obviously lost that press conference. The guy shat, it, shat himself. He doesn't care anymore. He shat himself. He shat it's the fine. bed. He shat the bed. But, uh, and, and get Bryson DeChambeau out of my face. The guy's the most insufferable the best. athlete I love on the face him. of the earth. Well, all my clubs are the same length, and it's really lended to my success on the tour. And even though I broke my hand, if I walked in with the same hat he wears, what, yeah. would you, what would you, what would you feel? I, I just hate him. I hate the way he's built. I hate, I hate his persona. I hate Absolutely his face. Yoked. I hate the way he's built. Like <laughs> the guy couldn't grow one beard hair, even if he wanted to. You know, I mean, God, it's got a cool last name. Eh. DeChambeau's pretty far. Whatever. Who names their kid Bryson? That's yeah. That's really yeah. That's really white. That's a very country club name. It's a very yeah. golfer name. Like you want your kid to get stuffed in, right into a locker, right into it. I don't know if anyone's stuffing him. What? In. Yeah, I like Philippe. Jeez, oh, yeah, no, what, what is happened? this? The, what is he's Ethiopian. The there was a rumor around here that it was Philippe for for everybody in like my my video room over there. Yeah, he's Macedonian. We believed half. it. Half ancient Macedonia. Macedonia doesn't even exist anymore, it bro. Literally, does. It's, it's a country. <laughs> literally a country. Oh, the Ottoman Empire didn't conquer that. No, the back Ottoman in, Empire was Turkey. back in 830 BC. That's all I got for today, right? Yeah, oh, I'd say that's about that's all it. she wrote for me as well. Well, it's been fun. Yeah, hit that, hit that shit, Kinda break nice it down. It, this guy's trained on the board. Kind of nice with it. Yeah, it's like teaching yeah, a monkey boy. how to play the accordion. He's sweet with it. He's slick with it. Was that blow me? Is that what you said? Oh, all right. Why is he so quiet? He's been quiet all day. We'll be back next week. This is the guys behind the glass. Just Phil Dimitrovsky, Eric Salas, yes, Mike Didino. I'm Justin Ellick. Peace. <laughs>